Welcome to Marian Consecration. This is Father Zach. It's day 26, so it's a pleasure and honor to have you with me. I am currently at the airport in Denver, flying back to Wisconsin, but I'm just warning you that if you hear any weird noises during this recording, that is why. But let's focus on your why. Why are you doing the Marian Consecration? So please press pause, state your why out loud, and we'll begin shortly. And let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm so sorry about all this, so bear with me. <laughs> Today is day 26, and we are on Mary's Retreat, day 3. Father Michael Gately writes, Yesterday, at the wedding feast of Cana, we saw a glorious example of Mary's motherly med- mediation. After this, Mary surely pondered it deeply in her heart and discovered much about her maternal mediation. Yet Cana was not the most important part of her preparation. The crowning moment of her preparation, indeed its full actualization, came at Calvary. At Calvary, Mary suffers with Christ. Through faith, she is perfectly united with Christ in his self-emptying. Through faith, she shares in the whole shocking mystery of his gift of himself out of love for us. Through faith, the mother shares in the death of her son in his redeeming death. Before his death, Jesus has no or has one more lesson for his perfect disciple who followed him to the cross and fully accepted to suffer with him. Seeing her standing at the foot of the cross next to his beloved disciple John says, Woman, behold your son, then to John, behold your mother. With these words, Jesus gives Mary as mother to every single individual and all mankind. According to John Paul, this new motherhood of Mary is the fruit of the new love which came to definitive maturity in her at the foot of the cross through her sharing in the redemptive love of her son. This new love, says John Paul, actually causes a transformation in Mary's motherhood such that she burns even more with love for all those for whom Jesus suffered and died. This idea that Mary at the foot of the cross received a new burning love for souls may remind us of Mother Teresa's deep insight about Mary. Recall, for Teresa, Mary is the one who took Jesus' words, I thirst most deeply to heart, and that she helps us to take them to heart as well. Anyway, John Paul further reflects on Mary's transformation in love. At the foot of the cross, there was accomplished her maternal cooperation with the Savior's whole mission through her actions and sufferings. Along the path of this collaboration with the work of her son, she, excuse me, the Redeemer, Mary's motherhood itself, went underwent a singular transformation, becoming even more imbued with burning charity toward all 
those whom Christ's mission was directed. Through this burning charity, which sought to achieve in union with Christ the restoration of supernatural life to souls, Mary entered, in a way all her own, into the one mediation between God and men, which is the mediation of the man, Jesus Christ. At Calvary, Mary's preparation is ended. She, is, she has received the full gift of her universal spiritual motherhood and mediation, which is unique, a unique cooperation in Christ's work of redemption and a sharing in his mediation. After Jesus' death on the cross, we don't hear about Mary exercising her new motherhood until the day before Pentecost, when the apostles, together with the, woman, with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brethren, are devoting themselves to prayer in the upper room. John Paul comments, We see Mary prayerfully imploring the gift of the Spirit, who had already overshadowed her at the Annunciation. He goes on to point out that Mary is the discreet yet subtle presence that indicates the path of birth from the Holy Spirit, first at the Annunciation and now at the birth of the Church. Mary's new spiritual motherhood is deeply connected with the Church. With maternal love, she cooperates in the, church, in the birth and development of the sons and daughters of Mother Church. This birth and development has its source in the Church's sacramental life where Mary's motherly mediation is particularly present. For instance, Mary is surely interceding and active with her spouse, the Holy Spirit, and when the fire transforms us into members of Christ's body at baptism. Moreover, she is just as present at and active with her spouse at Mass, for it is at Mass that Christ's true body, born of the Virgin, becomes present. Because of the centrality of the Eucharist and the Christian faith and life, Mary is always striving to lead the faithful to it. As we close today's reflection, which concludes the three days of, the Mary, of Mary's spiritual motherhood retreat, we should keep in mind one important point. Mary's new motherhood is not some vague or abstract sort of thing. It's concrete and personal. And even though it's universal, it's also intensely particular. Mary is your mother. She is my mother. In this light, John Paul thinks it's significant that Mary's new motherly role on Calvary is expressed in the singular. Behold your son, not behold your billions of spiritual children. The Pope gets to the heart of it when he says, even when the same woman is the mother of many children, her personal relationship with each one of them is of the essence of motherhood. In short, Mary is uniquely, particularly, personally your mother and my mother, and she doesn't lose us in the crowd. Today's prayer is, Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. And so we pray, Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of giving a gift of my loving mother, Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving mother, Mary. 
Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving Mother Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving Mother Mary. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Thank you for the gift of my loving Mother Mary. St. John Paul II, pray for us. May Almighty God bless you and your intentions. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.